Hello and welcome to the Spirit Guide Society podcast. My name is Pedro Shanahan and I'm your spirit guide. Tonight in the Whiskey Society at Seven Grand, we had Karai Oshdemir in the house with Paul John Whiskey from India. They launched two new expressions, new to the Southern California market at least, with us here tonight. We were the first folks to taste the Nirvana and the Paul John Christmas Christmas, Christmas edition. Christmas edition. And it's all, it's only Halloween. As we do here in America, butting up the holidays right next to each other. Be sure to enjoy this podcast responsibly. That means don't get all twisted and call Santa Jock, Jack Skilton. It's not the nightmare before Christmas. It's the Christmas whiskey on Halloween. Cheers to you. To be totally confident in what they're talking about. You're not a loser after all. Yes, it's the slow clap. You go from being, it's, it's the clap of redemption right there. It's, it's a theatrical device. Oh my goodness. But it's a really great night because we have Karai Oshdemir in the house with Paul John, whiskey from India, right? No one's happy about that. What the hell? Oh my God. Oh my goodness. It's a crowd. Cry, aren't we gonna launch a couple new expressions tonight? This is stuff so, that no one's tasted in Southern California? We were actually launched one new whiskey, okay. but then luck was on our side, so I brought another bottle, which we're gonna launch soon. So we're gonna do a double launch. A double launch. Yeah. Let's talk about what the product is, okay. and actually we're gonna start with one of the new ones. Oh, really? Because that's going to be a lighter style oh. than what we had. Okay. And then we're gonna revisit some of the regular course uh, range whiskeys, except one of them tonight. And at a while, we're gonna visit the Christmas edition, which is our uh, new whiskey coming really soon in November. Right, and in America, we always start celebrating Christmas right around Halloween. Yeah, it's just it's just, a, it's, just before. It's a marketing thing. Yeah, it's like <laughs> practically it's Santa Claus holding hands with a skeleton. You know, I, I'm trying to adjust myself to that. I'm a foreigner, and I'm managing an Indian brand. You know, it's not in our blast to be just in time, but yeah. We're a capitalist society, man. If you could put a little price tag on it and a bow, we're all down for it, you know? <laughs> we just make stuff up, you well, know? We got some surprises about that, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Nirvana. Now, you're saying this is a lighter style of Indian whiskey. The thing is always, there's not that much Indian whiskey available in America right now. Yeah. You guys are bringing more expressions than anyone else right now, right? So there are three single malt brands as okay. of now. Uh, Amrut, Rampur, and Paljan. Uh, Amrut has a lot of expressions coming out. I think they have around 23 or something. 23 right now. Yeah. different expressions? But they're mostly Not small, available in small the batch. Oh, okay. So they're like two, 300 bottles. And uh, you can only have yeah. them at Josh's house. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not, you, don't have, you don't have a lot, I know. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and Rampur is a fairly new brand. Yeah. And Paljan is, we have already six whiskeys in US. Now we are bringing two more, and actually one more soon. So it's gonna be nine, and next year we're gonna have a couple more. So we are bringing new stuff, uh, as long as I can like, uh, understand all the shipping and distributor. <laughs> they make you do all that stuff? Don't they have someone else figuring out that's logistics? No, we have a great importer, Okay. and we are working with distributors. I'm just on top of all, so. What's yeah, you're like the, the song and dance man. You got the nice jacket. I love this part. Cool pins. <laughs> it's better than in front of the computer. But, okay, one thing that I've noticed about 
certain Indian whiskeys is that, in my mind, I love Indian food. I love super complex, spicy foods that have like the cool thing. You can go to some of these, we have amazing Indian restaurants in Los Angeles and you can, you know, go to places that have 40 different kinds of curry and they're all like very, very different. You know, there's so many, such broad range of all these crazy spice mixes. But when I drink Indian whiskey a lot of times, it tends to be pretty middle of the road, like a, like a Highland Scotch style. It's grassy, yeah. it's not super fruity, it's not super sweet, it's not smoky. And, and in my mind, I'm thinking like, wouldn't it be really spicy whiskey to go with the spicy food? But it's not at all. I, I got this question when I started the job. Oh, so you have masala in your whiskey. And I was like, no way. And, or do you <laughs> add spices like curry in your whiskey? Nope, we're just making a single malt. So Paul John uh, doesn't do anything different than anything any Scottish distilleries who are making single malts. Uh, actually, we are using all the Scotch whiskey regulations. We just cha we just change uh, Indian, uh, sorry, Scottish and Scotland with Indian and India, mm -hmm. and we are trying to keep ourselves on that route just to do everything right. The biggest difference is we source all our ingredients from India except the peat which is not an ingredient to be honest. And we do all the process in India, and we even use our Indian copper pot stills, like, oh, wow. which are handmade in India. So all the maturation, aging is done in India, which makes a lot of difference. And we bottle our liquid there and import it to the world, which, which could be way more cheaper if we bottled it like abroad. Because <laughs> <laughs> the export tax is probably expensive coming out of yes. India. But right now, after the tariffs, I think, like all uh, under all of those posts where say okay scotch whiskey are now in, now having 25% tariffs and I'm just writing down drink indian we don't have that <laughs> so are you guys using um all you know former bourbon barrels like most of your maturation is in american white oak yes. or uh most of our maturation is done in ex american white oak mm -hmm. from different distilleries in uh, us uh, Michael D'Souza, the master distiller, came to the States and hand-selected them all, so he knows what he's doing about it. And we also have some Pedro Jimenez and Oloroso barrels. And for future products, we will have some Tony and Port. And he loves to experiment. He's been experimenting for some time, so you might expect something really fun. That's cool. Um, do you know which distillery you guys are getting your barrels from in America? We have lots, to a be barrel honest. broker? Now we have a lot. I know that we are using Dickles. I know that we are using some of the Barton Sazerac and Buffalo Trace for sure. Uh, I know that we got a minority of uh, Northern distilleries that I cannot disclose. But yeah, we, we are using different barrels. And I was at the distillery which had 15,000 barrels in May. So it's quite hard to see what's happening there. Are you guys doing any of the STR, like the shave, toast, rechar? No, we, we don't have a facility which we can do recharring or toasting, uh, we get the barrels and we just assembly, uh, we, we just get them and put in this story. Uh, but you don't know what the future will show. That's right, yeah. that's right. We're so tell us about this first expression. What was the goal so, in creating Nirvana? Nirvana is Other than total bliss. Interesting expression, so. That was, that was yeah, see, like nobody, uh, one guy got that one. <laughs> Sorry. So Nirvana came out. It's for, a mindfulness joke. <laughs> Nirvana came out for the French market and the reason for that, you know, French people are the most 
are the biggest consumers of single malt whiskey per capita. Really? Yeah. I thought it was the Taiwanese. No, it's the French. The French? Yeah. Oh my goodness. And the biggest um, movement in France is actually off-premise rather than on-premise. And all the chain markets love to sell whiskey and people love to buy it from there because, you know, the on-premise are generally wine bars. And we just realized that they're buying lighter style whiskey, which are unpeated and around 40%. Uh, with a lower price tag and the question was can we do a really high quality single malt that's for those kind of people we came up with the idea with okay let's make something at 40 percent unpeated light having the same backbones with our brilliance and all the other whiskey and but let's make it a high quality with an affordable price range and we put it in the market and it sold out pretty quick so we are also bringing this to the US right now. Um, so the biggest difference between French and US market will be the size of the bottles. If you can realize that this is a 70 centiliter bottle, oh. but in US it's going to be 75. This is coming from Europe. So uh, slightly smaller. Yeah, so we brought out a really wonderful uh, liquid outside that. It's really good for new starters for sing single malt drinkers or Indian single malt drinkers. At the same time, which we'll see a lot in the States, we're gonna really work it out with the cocktails because it makes thrilling cocktails. Like what kind of cocktail, a highball? Highball is amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, there are some variations of uh, my colleague, Devin Willardy is working on, but he's working on classics. A Rob Roy? Rob Roy, highball, old fashioned even. Okay. So the bottle is a little bit different than what we have because all, our, all of our bottles are without any color, but this is a darker color bottle. Okay. The liquid is really light and it's named Nirvana and we're just going to call it Nirvana and it has a wonderful elephant on the pack packaging, which I love. And there's a Sikh here, Indian Sikh, if you can see it, it's really light. Oh, cool. And we can just pass it around. All right. You want to yeah, see it? Take a look at the package. So, Cry, this is 100% malted barley from India. Yes, this is a six-row barley. So, six in row. all of our whiskies, we are using six-row barley instead of traditional two-row barley, which is used for Scottish whisky, Scotch whiskey and mostly all other single malts. So, six, what kind of what does that mean in terms of the flavor yeah, profile? Six-row barley gives you a lot of proteins when you're doing the distillation process. So that ends up with a lot of fruity notes and at the same time with a thick palate. So when you have these things, which is actually in the glass, you will feel it really um, well. But what's different with six-row barley is it gives you a lower yield when you're making the beer before the distillation. So we actually have a lower volume and actually we can only attain 63% ABV alcohol. Oh, really? Yeah. So 63% ABV it is really lower because in two-row barley you can go up to like 70, 71. Uh, but that gives us an advantage. With 63%, we don't add water when we are putting those in the barrel because we are actually in the limit of Scotch whiskey regulations, which is Indian whiskey regulations now. And we don't add water until dilution to the bottles. Uh -huh. wow. So that gives us an advantage. We keep the alcohol as much as we can. And I, I just want to ask you a question. How old do you think this whiskey is? Maria says four. What do you say? I, I, I agree with Maria, maybe four years old. So this is three years old. 
Very young. It, it smells like more unctuous than a young whiskey. I think yeah. it's definitely got more of a proteinous nose. It does remind me, it's got a definite nuttiness, like like uh, cashew, water chestnut. What, what do you think, Maria? Pecans, awesome. But that would, I would think that comes from that six row barley. How long is the fermentation that you guys use? So fermentation is, uh, it, it's different from uh, different products. I think this is a little bit different. I wasn't there when we were doing this, uh, but technically when we are doing the fermentation, it's around 48. Uh, this, yeah, the steeping is around three to four days. Then we dry it, you know, it's coming from the malt processor to us mm -hmm. and the rest of the things we are doing at the distillery rack we are fermentating only in stainless steel by the way because of the weather conditions in India because it can get contaminated really fast so we are so is it open air or do you guys have closed fermentation we, we have closed fermentation oh, okay because there's so much we have the tanks yeah hot weather hot and humid weird, and there are a lot of bacteria and bacteria yeah. coming in okay yeah. we don't want that we have we are doing it in stainless steel which is making our process easier so it's generally between 24, 48, plus 48, I can tell you that. And is it a proprietary yeast strain that you guys use? Uh, distiller's yeast. Distiller's yeah. yeast. Standard. Standard yeast. Right on. So what are you guys getting besides the, uh, the pecan, cashew? Tap some over your tongue. What do you guys think of this new Nirvana whiskey from Paul John? So you, the signature flavor we get from this is the Manuka honey. Oh, Manuka honey, yeah. wow. So it's a little bit herbaceous honey. I'm getting a little bit of a, like, orange peel in there. A orange little... peel, mm -hmm. uh, really custardy, like creamy notes actually in mm -hmm. the palate. And there's like a white peppery note at the very end. Nice. Or maybe it can be my acid reflux, you never know that. Oh my. <laughs> We're just getting started. <laughs> but yeah, like when, this is a really nice to get into uh, single malt whiskey. When you give it to somebody who's just starting it, they won't be, uh, like, how can I say it? They won't be putting it away because it's, like, really hard or smoky, like everybody mm. says when they first start. And actually, we tried it last month here at the very back. Well, sitting with Bino, we had a new single malt whiskey drinker, and she loved it. It's, I got, like, a lot of orange and chocolate in this one on the tongue. It's different. It's not nearly as nutty as the nose would have you believe. Now, what's different about it, though, besides doing a, maybe a little bit of a different fermentation? Are you using any other uh, combinations of barrels to put a different so, finish on it? We have a lot of second fill barrels with this. Uh, with our core range, we are using mostly first fill barrels, and this is mostly second fill barrels. So we actually try, Michael tries a lot of second fill barrels right now, and I was selecting the single cast whiskeys for US market. I, I tried like 100 different casks. Fun. And I really love the second fills. And I'm not a second fill fan normally with Scotch whiskeys. <laughs> I, I didn't bring you anything yet. But yeah, this is mostly second fill. This is just a lighter uh, spirit with the same backbones with the second whiskey you're gonna try. So previously had some other single malt whiskey in it after being used yes. for bourbon? Yeah, because it's our 10th year right now. Okay. So we have some barrels which you use for right. once okay. and we are using for the second time. Wow, that's really interesting. And in terms of, I know you guys, your maturation 
you use some underground facilities. Oh, yeah. So tell us about your maturation, because I, I think it's unique, right? Yeah, so with most of our whiskeys, like the flagship whiskeys of ours, which you'll see in a minute, 46% ABV whiskeys, we use two different warehouse styles, a blend of two different warehouse styles. So we have two warehouses above the ground level, which are like an American recast style. We have 13 racks in the uh, warehouse. We don't rotate, it's staying there uh, uh, all the time. And we also have one warehouse, which is underground level, which is under the visitor center. It's pretty fun. And that's like a Scottish Donut style. We have six or seven rows. And we age those whiskeys uh, in a better climate condition over there because above the ground level, we have a really hot uh, climate over there, which is like 95 degrees in average and 80% wow. humidity at least. Wow. But with the underground cellar, we can control that humidity and temperature naturally. We don't do anything. But, you know, it's inside a building. It's a little bit milder. It's a little bit colder. So we can uh, control the angels share over there a little bit because it's so humid outside so there are water molecules outside of the barrel so water molecules in the barrel they don't want to get out it's alcohol that's ex escaping the barrel mm -hmm. so with the underground uh, cellar we can actually control it so more alcohol molecules stay in the barrel and we can have a little bit more alcohol a little bit more alcohol burn there so that's why we are just releasing two of our whiskeys coming from the underground cellar and that's the classic and the peated, which we're going to taste at the end of tonight, which is which are the Castrenvas and Bino's favorites. Right. So this is our uh, one of our flagship whiskies. It's called Brilliance. It's our unpeated expression at 46% ABV, 92 proof, and it's at least six years old, six to eight years old, close to seven, let's say. And the new shipments is going to be going to come will be seven. Uh, it's getting older. So this is actually. In my honest opinion, it's like double everything with Nirvana. Double the flavors, double the age. Uh, the name, by the way, it's named after the brilliant nature and character of India. And that's the, hence the name, <laughs> brilliance. Well, this, I get that coffee on way more than the first one. For me, it, it's got a lot more earthy tones to it. Thank you, sir. Yeah, like a rich earth. It's just an exploding version. And better. Yeah. Uh, I will just gonna say this. So the first whiskey, Nirvana, on retail, we are aiming a price range of, not the range, price tag of twenty nine ninety nine. Wow. That's really good. Yeah. Which is that's cheap. Incredible. And as I said, double the double everything. Yeah, the price will be doubled for this one. So it's, <laughs> this this will be around sixty. 55 to 60. And what are you guys able to put out this year? What is your output going to be in terms of leaders? Uh, so every year we are getting out like 4,000, 7,000 barrels. But we are working on more. We are having a new warehouse. So by next year we are aiming like a 35,000 barrels in total. Wow. We're working hard. Huge. We're huge. working hard. That's a big, yeah. massive jump up. We want everything to be natural. That's the only reason. Seriously, we just want everything to be natural. Uh, we just want no contamination or everything. And our master distiller, Michael D'Souza, was actually the master blender of our other whiskey, which is the original choice, which is one of the best-selling whiskeys in the world. I will get to that later. Uh, but since he's also a good master blender, he's, he wants to just play around and find the 
the best natural whiskey. Mm. That is really brilliant for sure. It is very, very good. Brilliance is really nice for a hot summer day with a chunk of ice. Now this could stand up to spicy food. Sometimes I'm always like, oh, this whiskey, it's, it's, it's so light that it, I can't see pairing it with like a nice spicy Indian meal. And that's what I was getting at. Not that it would be spiced whiskey, but that it would stand yeah. up to the richness of all the flavor profiles you see in so many great Indian meals. We actually have a kebab pairing in India right now. Oh, really? <laughs> they, are, they have a program where they pair some of our whiskeys with Indian kebabs. And since I'm Turkish, I have a project for that too in okay. 2020. <laughs> we'll all right, that. all right. Yeah, but right now, um, to answer your, further answer your question, the outcome limit, uh, Nirvana is going to be our permanent edition. It's not limited. Okay. Uh, Brilliance and our flagships and cast strength whiskeys are going to be there always. But the next one, Christmas edition, is going to be really limited. Wow. And so the Brilliance, twice as old. So six-year-old whiskey, some second fill on this one as yes. well? Yes. Yeah, especially the new ones are having some second fills, but they'll be older. Anything different about the fermentation? Then? Everything is the same. Okay. So Brilliance is our base whiskey, to be honest. Okay. So everything we do is a step on Brilliance. So we had a different whiskey. Unfortunately, we don't have it tonight called the Edited. Uh, oh, yeah. We, we had it last time, right? Yeah, we had it last time. Uh, unfortunately, they don't have it in LA until next week. So we couldn't get it. Maybe it's in hey, your bar. I don't know. It's a great prop. <laughs> we do probably have a little bit up at yeah. the front bar. But no more at the liquor store right we can, now. We can later. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, but then we'll have Bold, which is a really heavily peated whiskey. And then we'll have the Castrant Classic, which is an older brilliance with higher alcohol level. And then we'll have the Peated, which is a heavily peated Castrant. So everything's a step up than brilliance. Brilliance will give you the main characters of our whiskey. It's what I call at every tasting is it's honey, it's tropical fruits, it's spices. And there's a little bit of mocha at the very back. Mm -hmm. So that's what we, what I always tell. Yeah, the mocha I get for sure. It's definitely got a rich mocha on the finish. Now, what is the proof on the brilliance? Uh, brilliance is 46% ABV, so 92 proof. If you do, if you let me, I would just want to tell about this guy. Yeah, please. So what you're having is nothing you had before. Maybe some of you had. Byron, did you have it with me? Yeah. So. This is the first time we are releasing our Christmas edition in the US. We released our first Christmas edition last year in Europe. It was uh, Christmas edition 2018. It was a white version of this uh, packaging. It was seven years bourbon, one and a half years Oloroso. Wow. That was and, an amazing whiskey. And this is a unique expression because it's made by elves, right? Elves? Yeah. The elves are making it in India. They, they take a holiday to Goa. Right. They use the beaches. They party really hard. <laughs> they, they party really hard. It's like a big rainbow dance club oh, yeah. happening on the beach. It's elves in Speedos. Rainbow yeah. Speedos. And that's why they just missed the timing. So they produced in August. <laughs> it's, it's fun, man. Don't knock it till you try it. Come on, elves. So, what's happening with this whiskey is, unlike last year we, that we used Oloroso, this is a Pedro Jimenez finish. So, five years bourbon, two years Pedro Jimenez maturation. We actually call it finish, but you know, two years in India is a long time. In one year, we lose eight to 10% of whiskey. In Scotland, it's one to 2%. Right. In Japan, it goes up to three to 4%. So, it's like three to, one year in Goa is like three to four years in Scotland, and everything is natural, nothing is going out there. 
And that's why two years of finishing is really long term. And that will give a lot of character to the whiskey, as you will see. This will be, for now, only 150 bottles in SoCal. Wow. Uh, as it comes in November. 149. 148. 148. I want to hear cases. <laughs> so stick your nose in this glass, breathe in gently through your mouth. What are you guys getting on this Christmas whiskey from Paul John? Sure. I get a certain mintiness, maybe candy cane. So just notice that this is a really slightly peated expression. Uh, edited, our flagship expression is a slightly peated one, but this is slighter than that. Yeah, it's still peated. And you guys are buying peated malt from Scotland for no, this? No, we never buy malt. Malt is from Northern India, Rajasthan. Everything is Indian over that. We import the peat from Scotland. And you peat it yourself? As wet. And we give it to our malting facility and they peat it for us and send the uh, malts for us. So th with this one, you, you will feel a lot of dried fruits and especially a lot of prunes and plums. Wow, that is delicious. I'm getting like an inky plum with all that smoke. The peat comes in nice and chocolatey. It's really delicious. It's really well balanced. It's Christmas in a bottle, what I call. Wow, that is beautiful. And then what's the, with so few bottles available in SoCal, what can we expect to see this at, at our local liquor store, if we can find it? The price range? Yeah. 85 to 90. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is going to be rather affordable. Uh, That's we are, a nice Christmas whiskey. I'm Our that. MSRP target is 85. Okay. I'll let you know it changed day to day. Uh, what I would do is I would just go to the, your favorite liquor store and ask about this so they can just order it through Southern. And for now, it's going to be 150 bottles in SoCal. I'm trying to bring another allocation, but the total number of bottles we have in the U.S. is 2,400. Wow. Yeah. So very precious, rare, beautiful Paul John whiskey from India. By the way, thanks to Barjakla for those wonderful Christmas lights. Yeah, those are Halloween lights. <laughs> Christmas. But you know, I brought the candles and some spotlights because yes. it was a special Indian holiday, which is not Halloween. Uh, it was Diwali. Diwali. So Diwali is the festival of lights and colors. Uh, yeah, it's is that some, the, somehow Apple is puts that, that <laughs> Is that the same festival where everybody throws dye on each other? No, that, that's not that. That's holy. Holy, that's right. Holy is really dirty for me. Dirty? Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I did a master class with those colors and powders. Oh my God. And they were there. <laughs> and you guys threw dye on each other? I want to do that. Next time. Pretty <laughs> much. So tell us about the festival of Diwali. So in Diwali, actually, you will see, just check YouTube. People uh, just carry lights. Like they integrate themselves with colors and lights. So they put a lot of candles and a lot of lightings everywhere. It's all about the colors and, um, how can I say, it's all about the lightnings, especially like natural candles and their special Indian ones. And they celebrate it everywhere. They just meet the families. They try to uh, celebrate it with the colleagues and families. It's like a Thanksgiving, but with more lighting. With That's a it. lot more lighting. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of color in the lights. Yeah, one of my friends just uh, celebrated in Oakland the other day with a lot of Paul John and a lot of lights. 
Uh, but you know, that's a beautiful culture. It's also peaceful. And in India, like some of the parts of India are celebrating their New Year. Like oh. yesterday was a New Year for some of the Indian culture because okay. it's a so large country, so diverse. Right. right. And the good thing is, most of the people can live happily and in peace. Not like anywhere other <laughs> in the world. So well, that, we can that, all learn from that then, right? Yes, Diwali is bringing all of those cultures together, which is a really important thing in today's world, if you ask me. So a celebration of unity of sorts, huh? Kind of. Right on. So what do you guys think of this beautiful, this one is called? Bold. Bold. The I don't bold. have to say anything, it's bold. It's heavily peated. Right. And it's heavily peated with Isla Pete. So what are you guys getting from this bold here? Yeah, stick your nose in that glass, breathe in gently through your mouth. What food words come to mind? Because peat can manifest itself in a lot of different ways. You can have really uh, herbaceous peat. You can have really meaty peat, like almost like smoked meats. Um, briny. It can be very maritime aspects can come from the peat. So the flavors coming from peat is differing because of the geography and nature itself. Whiskey is all about nature and chemistry coming together and bringing out the perfect thing. So if you have an Isla Pete, you will expect more, how can I say, mossy, vegetal, a little bit briny profile because Isla is like a small sur uh, island surrounded by the ocean and the maritime impact. It, like all the winds coming is salty, underground waters are coming from the ocean, nothing else. And hence, the peat is going to give you a lot of briny feeling, unlike Highland, which, is, which has a lot of vegetation, human and animal impact on it, uh, which will give you a little bit milder and sweeter tones, thanks to un like clean underground water, uh, the rainfall, like think about the river space, like mo the most clean water in maybe whole universe, and that will give you a really nice clean touch. But in Isla, it's two different. It's like harsh, it's really hard conditions over there, and saltiness and brininess coming from there is really seen in this whiskey at the very back of your palate. Beautiful. I like this one a lot. Yeah, it's definitely... And this grows in you, actually. When I first started the job, it was like, I'm not sure about that whiskey. But to today, like, it's the first bottle I got. <laughs> and what's the proof on this? Uh, again, 46%, okay. which is 92 proof. Yeah, and the PPM level is going to be 40, 45. But you know, these PPM levels are just before distillation. So after distillation, it just diminishes. Wow, that's beautiful. Again, a certain rubberiness to it, that green grassy note in there. Pass the bottles. It's beautiful. People can see. Wow. So we tried the Nirvana, we tried yeah. the Christmas, we tried the Brilliance, so we tried the Bold. We just finished the part Bino hates. Now we're going to the cast trend. <laughs> ah, don't do it just because Beno's here. Don't, don't reward his grumpiness. <laughs> so the next whiskey is called Classic, just like you. You're the classiest man. Here. Oh, I try, I try. So my girlfriend makes me that way. It's like, I try to misbehave, I just constantly get scolded. So Classic is technically brilliant. But, but, so before aging, before, like when we put them in the barrels, they're the same spirit. Unpeated, 63% ABV. Right. But then we place them into different warehouses, you know. Classic is just coming from the underground warehouse, underground cellar. Okay. And Brilliance is a blend of two different warehouse styles. And Brilliance is at 92 proof, Classic is at 110.4 proof. 
And so those other rack houses that you guys have built, are those metal warehouse style yes. rack houses? Yes. And are you guys, um, are you, are they storing the barrels upside or are they on their sides? They're horizontal late. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there is no rotation. No rotation. Yeah. Thank you. Can we also, okay, you have some water. Do we have droppers? If not, it's okay. I think everybody is capable if of doing you, that. You can use your finger and just put one single drop of water in there. Remember that when you're talking about just a tasting portion, the difference or between straws. one drop and two drop it can be quite dramatic in the, in the way you affect the flavor profile. You'll see the water opens up the whiskey hugely with just a tiny bit. So be careful when you add water to your whiskey because you're not a master blender. This is a 110.4 proof whiskey and... <laughs> Unlike Brilliance, this is a year older. And the new bottles that are coming this month, they'll be eight years old, but these are like the ones we have right now are seven year old. The eight years old are gonna be a little bit more flavorful. I can tell you that, but this is already like too intense. Wow. Uh, so Christmas edition is five years bourbon, two years Pedro Jimenez, so seven years. Bold is the same with Brilliance, at least six years old, six to eight years old. It's around seven. And some second fill, but no Pedro Minas. Nope, there's, everything is ex-American white oak. Except the Christmas edition, everything is ex-American white oak. Next year, we, we will bring Pedro Jimenez and Oloroso, which will be really fun. And, and who's your master blender now? Uh, Michael. Okay. He's and six. so is he doing like intense kind of like schematics in terms of where to pull the barrels from in those rack houses? So technically, he has a biggest notebook like this. He has tasting notes for everything, and every three months, he just tastes them again and again and then again and rewrites them. How many are there? Right now, there are 15,000. 15,000, wow. There was 15,000 in May when I was there. Currently, I don't know. <laughs> and how many folks does he have on his like tasting team like they help him do barrel samples? So in Visitor Center, we have around 20 people working, to my knowledge. No, no, I know. I'm coming there. And some of them are closely working with Michael. Like three, four people are closely working with Michael. Uh, but he's the head of everything and he's yeah. just trying to educate the others. Wow. So what else are you guys getting on this classic here? Cast strength, Paul John. Banana sorbet, that's beautiful. Wow, there's a lot going on there. I'm getting like pear and orange and coffee and chocolate. There's almost like a roasted bell pepper in there as well. So I would uh, suggest you to add like two drops of water if you haven't done it already. And it will open up in a floral and fruity way. It will just be easier to drink as you all know, but it's also gonna get really floral. Oh yeah, I get a little honeysuckle or orange blossom. Actually, orange blossom is awesome. Yeah. So we have two more limited edition whiskeys coming up. Yeah, you do. And they will be really, really, really limited. So, Kanya, which is our uh, 3000 bottle production. It's a seven year old bourbon barrel uh, matured whiskey. It's a really small cut. It's the smoothest Indian whiskey you can ever find. Uh, smoothest Indian whiskey. Yeah. And there's the Mars Orbiter coming, which is actually inside your uh, booklets. Mars Orbiter is a commemoration for India to send a satellite to Mars. And wow. for that we produced a whiskey around 300 bottles. And we will only have 45 bottles in the States 
and we will only have 15 bottles in California. And that will, ha that will happen in a month. So retail on Mars Orbiter will be $450. Uh, that's all. Yeah. Kanya will be around 250 or 260. Uh, Mars Orbiter is a heavily peated four-year-old whiskey. We believe that one whiskey won't be good for everybody. So we decided to uh, make different styles for different people. So like even I cannot love every five, like all the five whiskeys in our range. I have my favorites, like you do. Uh, that's, that's the reason. That's the main reason. We didn't come up with a whiskey. So we can, have, we can have six year old whiskey, a seven year old whiskey, an eight or nine year old whiskey. But when it comes to 10 and goes along, it's going to be too oaked. Over oaked. So we cannot have that. We have a time limitation. The time is actually with us but also against us. We also lose so much, it's going to be more expensive, it's going to be overrocked. So we have to be careful about what we are doing. So we cannot have like 15 or 18 year old Paul John. It's not, it's never gonna happen if the world doesn't change. <laughs> All right, so this final mark, what is this called? So this, we couldn't find a name, so we named it Peter. <laughs> <laughs> it, yes, it's, it's heavily peated and it is, guess where the peat is from? It's only from Aberdeen. East Bay. <laughs> so it's a Highland Peak. So it's a, like sweeter and milder style. Yeah. Wow. What are you guys getting on the nose here? Oh, it's slap in the face. Oh my. Yeah, but what, what, what are you reminded of? It's more Barbecue? Yeah. Barbecue? It's more savory. So for this whiskey, I have a four word description. Mexican chili white chocolate. It starts really like a mezcal style smoke. Okay. Then you get the peppers, the chili peppers, and you get a chocolatey note at the very back. Wow. This would make a great highball for sure, <laughs> to be sure. This is actually doing a really great highball. Right. Yeah. And what's the release on this going to be this year? Um, price wise? No, like how many bottles of this? Oh, we have endless of this. So oh, don't worry endless? About it. <laughs> so, uh, Brilliance, Edited Bold, Classic, and Peated. They are our permanent range. They're gonna be there. They're gonna be. All, they're always gonna be there. We will have just different batches. So, like every quarter, we have different batches coming up. And the new batch is coming next month. And it's going to be eight years, so it's gonna be a little more refined. You will love it more. Not a not a big difference. Uh, I like it more, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, like every batch will have just a small different character, but it's, you won't feel it that much if you are not drinking it all the time. And if you guys are in such a hot climate. Do you have water issues at the distillery? Where are you guys sourcing your water? Do you have your own well, or how does it work? Luckily, luckily we have a uh, well in our uh, possession. So we use it just ourselves, and we have all the controls. It's pretty much pure. We don't have a lot of problems with the volume. You don't run out no, of water in any of water. course during the year? Nothing is happening. The biggest problem in India with water is you know, the pollution. Yeah. And we are pretty good about that. It's really clean. Uh, we got it tested, it's really pure and nice to use for whiskey. But yeah, one more thing actually I have to mention, I forget about it, it's the copper pot stills. Yes. They are handmade in India and we have a different shape. So technically when you have when you go to when you go to Scotland, when you go to a distillery, you will find a split steel and a uh, wash steel. Wash steel will be like a pear shaped uh, steel. And the spit steel will be smaller and will have a like bulge. 
you know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to increase the copper tension. So we have the bulge in the wash still. Normally, we, nobody has that. So we want to have the pure product to the second distillation as much as possible. That's why we want to create, uh, increase the copper tension uh, in the wash, wash still and get it to the spirit still. And the line arms for wash still is 110 degrees and spirit still has 91 degrees. So whatever is uh, alcohol condensated at line arm, they just fall back mostly and really stills. So a lot of reflux off reflux of that Reflux is high. So we have a pure spirit coming out of the barrels and it's around 63% as I told you. We put wow. them in the barrels and wait for six to eight years for our flagship whiskeys. Wow, beautiful stuff. Does anyone else have any questions for Cry? Well, this is some brilliant expressions. Thank you for treating us. Ah, brilliant. Ah, but I'm <laughs> talking about the Christmas and the Nirvana, really. These new, new tastes. Yeah, right? Beautiful stuff. Right on. I work for a company which has all the stuff that are working to make a good whiskey without any, like, honestly, like, it's, it's been three years in States and we are not doing, like, a Japanese whiskey sales or whatever. So we are just working to create a clientele. We are just working to create a good base for our whiskeys. We don't want to be like, like at every retail store, like every corner liquor store, but we want to reach you, reach the whiskey drinkers, reach the single malt drinkers, which understand about whiskey. And I believe that we are actually doing a good work with our spirits. But the most important thing is like there are 70, 80 people working in India just to create this stuff. And there are like three people working in Europe, two people, one, one person with me in New York. We are working hard to get the product to you uh, just because we love it, to be honest. And m there are some people who know me, who are my friends, and they can actually say that if I didn't like the spirit, I wouldn't work for that. I love it. Right on. Beautiful. Well, Cry, is there uh, a Diwali toast, perhaps? Uh, so, you know, they speak mostly English. <laughs> Go, <laughs> you will be no better. Uh, let's, let's do a toast for... I'm sorry, like, the situation we have to go through in L.A. and in Northern California right now with the fires. So let's toast to all of the people who are having some hard time while we were just... Sipping some whiskey here. Yeah. Cheers to them. Cheers to them. Safety. And cheers to you, your family. Let your health, let your happiness. Yeah. Stay always the same and high. Cheers to you too, brother. Cheers. And okay, I want to do this because I'm Turkish. Şerefe. 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 Yeah, it means to the honor in Turkish. And that's how we cheer. You guys, let's give it up for Karai Oshkmir from Paul John. Really, really wonderful stuff, and it just keeps getting better. Very exciting. Thank you for sharing these new, new uh, products with us. We're really excited to have them available to us here in Southern California. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like what you heard, please head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and review. 
The Spirit Guide Society is a Spirit Adventures production in association with Bitten from the Apple Productions. Special thanks to Tone Mesa for their post-production and audio services. The show is produced by Andrew Apple and me, Pedro Shanahan. Executive producer, Andrew Abrahamson. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Spirit Guide SOC. We'll be there to answer any questions you have, share what we're drinking, and more. And if you're still thirsty, you can always find more episodes of the show wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to always drink responsibly. That means don't drink to forget. Drink to remember. Remember.